Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Ockhold-Jenner here again with another SBCN Small Beast podcast. And I'm extremely delighted to have a returning guest chatting with us today, Karen Egoff, who is an holistic teacher, practitioner and facilitator for My Soul Balance. Hi Karen. Hi, how are you this morning, Linda? I'm doing really well. I um, listened intently when we had our last chat a couple of weeks ago. Um, when you were talking about all your offerings and how, how it can help people, especially if, you know, we're feeling a little bit stressed. So I'm taking it all to heart. You're definitely helping me. Um, I think today we wanted to follow on with our last chat and um, I guess talk a little bit more about meditation um, and how to practice re- relaxing when we are stressed because we didn't go into it into a lot of detail, did we, last time? No. Well, I'll let you take it from there, Karen. Thank you. Well, so many people find during the day that they have stressful moments with people, customers, and at home. And I find when they come out to a meditation, the basics is they want to learn how to use this in their daily life. The easiest way is when people get stressed, you need to take a minute out for yourself. Sometimes you just got to say, let me get back to you. And if you hang up the phone or leave the situation wherever you need to go to get by yourself, maybe outside for a little breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that you makes sense. Yeah, take the time and breathe because people will put us in a spot no matter what we're doing in our life, right? Yeah, that's true because often maybe, you know, especially in the world of business, we'll send an email, we might not get the answer we want or we might not get a reply and then we we start getting all stressed and think, oh, how can we deal with it? Whereas in my case, what I tend to do is leave it. I leave it time to think about the answer in the email or the answer I didn't get and think, well, what's the point of stressing about it? I can deal with this later and I'll work out a better way then to, you know, deal with it. Right. So when people get stressed and you're finding your way that works for you, Mm -hmm. some people just don't have a good solution. And I tell people, take a moment, and if you just take two minutes to slow breath, take a minute and feel yourself breathe slowly in and slowly out, taking three seconds for each area. Inhale, very slowly counting to three, and exhale, counting to three. And if you do that for at least one minute, you will calm yourself down. When you focus on your breath, you focus on inner peace. Mm, inner peace sounds absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. The other thing that interests me um, about what you do is you basically, um, we're talking about meditation, right? Mm-hmm. So there are two key elements, I believe, to meditation. Could you share with us what those elements are? Certainly. 
The biggest one is start with, like I just mentioned, is focusing on the breath. Mm-hmm. When, when, then when you do that, listening to soft music and have someone guide you, you come into your subconscious mind and you start to listen to the sounds of song and listen to the sound of uh, the meditator's voice. And that brings you to a softer state of releasing and allowing yourself to bring into calmness. When you're listening to calm music and a calm voice, you can't help but get calm. And when we're guided to go into a journey, say we go onto a sandy beach, and right away, who doesn't have a sandy beach they can remember they enjoyed? Mm. And feel the soft sand under your toes and allow yourself to just to melt with that beautiful scene. And when you're listening to soft sounds, soft music, and a soft voice, you're going to go there quite easily because your mind wants to relax. It's in gear to do that. Now, you talk about cultivating and nurturing attentiveness. So, how do you know? I, I, I would have thought that if we're awake and we're up and running, we are being attentive. So, how do we cultivate it in a better manner or a better way? To cultivate attentiveness, you really need to practice the breath work. When you practice that, you can ask your mind when you're on your own in your own little self-meditation, help me find ways to be more attentive. When you ask your subconscious mind when you're in that breath state of relaxation and listening to soft music even by yourself, you can tune into your mind and say, I want to find ways to be more attentive. By doing the breath work alone, you're going to go there. And by taking five minutes a day, your attention span is going to increase tenfold. But how do we know we haven't got a good attention span? I mean, what would be one example that you may know to share with us about someone who's not being attentive and doesn't even realize that? I would say people that interrupt a lot would be one, like when you just want to interrupt a family member and you just don't want to wait for them to finish what they're saying. Oh, yeah. Or perhaps it's one of those emails where you're like, why didn't I get an email? And you're flustered about it yeah. and you sleep all night think, and it's in your dreams and you wake up in the morning, I wonder if that email came. If, you're, if your attention's too stuck on the past instead of just going with the flow, then yeah, your, your attention span is... is so I understand the bit about not waiting for people to finish the sentence and I'm kind of guilty of this because I'm a go-go person. If somebody's going all the way around to get to the one point where I've already thought I've got the answer, so really that's a bad thing for me to be doing. Um, you say also meditation can help us be more alert. And again, I understand about the breathing, but how do we? how could you give us an example of someone who's not alert? How do we know we're not alert? Well, people that aren't alert uh, seem to will sit on the couch a lot more and they're just not getting up for that hike, getting up for a, a stroll around the block. When you, you're, you're wanting to just sit and not engage with other people, you're, you're becoming a, a potato, a, what do they call it, couch potato. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're, you're not alert, if you're just not responding to people quickly, um, you a very slow-moving individual. Sometimes they become sluggish and maybe a little depressed. Now, could this happen? 
say you work in the corporate world and your job's great, but kind of, you know, you've got some stress in it and you're not really giving it the attentiveness you should. And, and then you realize you're not as an alert as you should be. This would really help um, in, in, in that situation, wouldn't it? But how would the person, um, again, we're back to how do we know we need the help? Does somebody point it out to us? You know, how do we know that we need this kind of help? Yeah, it is a family situation usually that I have to point it out or a workplace situation. Someone needs to, like, have a monthly meeting and say, okay, where can we help each other? What are we lacking in our personalities so we can be a better team, whether that's a team at home or a team at work? I think it's crucial to have some feedback with those that know you best mm. and work with you or live with you daily. That's awesome. But obviously not everybody would be open to the feedback, especially at work. They could take it the wrong way. Sure. So, um, again, what we have to do is say to ourselves, you know what, maybe that person's right. Maybe, you know, we're not giving the best we can or we're not a good member of the team or we're not, you know, being fair to our family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about awareness, isn't it? Being aware of ourselves and what's going on around us. Very much, very much so. So do you often go into the workplaces to offer these these awesome, you know, programs that you offer? Because I would imagine once you've been there, the whole organization would be in this state of oh, complete relaxation, at peace with ourselves. Yes. I have different companies that hire me to come in. I will do everything from stretch in a chair so that they can feel more relaxed, um, take a lunch break instead, um, stretch and then have their sandwich after. Uh, And then also I come in and just do a gentle meditation and allow everybody to get focused. And then they can have a group meeting feeling so much more connected within themselves. And when you're feeling good within you, you're going to, relate better to your team. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I enjoy helping. That's groups. awesome. Yeah. And the word focus is so important because, um, as in, in, as you know, I'm a professional speaker, so I'll often speak at conferences with quite a few people. But um, in my earlier days, um, more local work would be, say, um, uh, say a, a sales team who'd been in and meeting all day and then they wanted a little bit of motivation towards the end of the day. And I remember going into one of these meetings where I was the last person to come along and speak to them. I think there's about 30 people, mostly guys, and they were yawning and they were like, not at all, you know, with the situation as to why I was there. And I think they were just waiting to go to supper. Um, it would have been nice in that situation to have brought you along first mm-hmm. to to help them rest after their meetings all day and prepare themselves for what was coming next. And then they would have, I mean, they obviously enjoyed it, but um, I, I feel that sometimes even at the bigger conferences, somebody like you coming along to break the tension and do something different is an awesome way to go because we all want to know about sales. We all want to know about branding. We all want to know about social media. But they can be tedious, can't they, these all-day conferences? Yes. Um, people like Janet Benedict has hired me when a team of teachers have come along <laughs> to teach different um, uh, personality issues, you know, helping people mm-hmm. with their life and networking. Then I come in and do some yoga so that 
good they just stretch in their chair or maybe stand up for a minute and we take a couple of minutes to breathe. Awesome. And really, they just come back into themselves and they feel, oh, okay, I just had a good break. Yeah, that's what it's needed. I was looking at some of your testimonials, Karen, and a couple really jump out to me. One is um, they had no idea that they were angry and that was causing them to have blocks. And then the other one, um, like a weight had been lifted off, off their shoulders. So mm-hmm. obviously people come to you knowing something's wrong and they don't realize what until you've gone through the meditation program and then they realize mm-hmm. something was holding them back. Exactly. And the meditation program, what happens from there is they want to try other things that we do. And we have 21 workshops. Wow. So when you start with meditation, you just gravitate to, oh, I I see on your list you also have release an old pattern. Well, release an old pattern, I could talk all day. I've taught this around the world. And seriously, I've done on Skype. I've taught from here to Hawaii to help people Mm -hmm. to relax and all the way down to South Carolina. I must admit, your voice is definitely one of the things that I feel helps your business and helps the people. Would you agree that your voice is perfect for this kind of work? It's very relaxing. Uh, Yeah. In courses I've taken with my um, meditation and yoga, I've been given top, top marks. Now, meditation really means... The essence of meditation, I'm guessing, you can obviously correct me, means we look into ourselves. We we have a deep feeling of looking into ourselves and, and discovering who we are, what we need, what we want to change, that kind of thing, but in a very relaxed state. Is that right? Exactly, because when you withdraw resistance, when you're in a relaxed state of meditation and guided gently, your body and mind want to get in sync with just inner peace. And yes, you will allow it when you're in that state. You just got to let yourself let go and Mm -hmm. trust. Now this, um, I'm very much into body, mind and spirit, um, very much into health and wellness as you are. And um, I know a lot of the um, mental health organizations, which is one of the biggest things I I support out of my many things I support, but this is very prevalent today because of the stigma. A lot of mental health um, groups, sessions and things like that do have um, organizations in like yourself, someone from your organization, um, to meditate, to to help them with the meditation. And uh, there's another word, it's just escaping me, mindfulness. Mm. Is mindfulness the same as meditation? Are they different things? Well, mindfulness just means, are you wandering? Are you thinking about 20 things at the same time and trying to get five things done on your desk? If you're not being mindful then you're not even aware that you're overthinking and overdoing. A quiet mindfulness means that you're connected to your situation you're dealing with. If someone tries to take you off into another line of thought, you say, let me just table that for a moment. You make a note and say, I'm going to get back to you in five minutes because I want to be mindful of completing the situation and job I'm doing right now. So do the two go together then? Would the the meditation help with our mindfulness? Would one come before the other? Yes. Mindfulness yeah. becomes available to the person that meditates because they are now are learning to quiet the mind. If they practice this daily, yes, they will be more mindful of people taking them off into, oh, you got to do this right now, and mm-hmm. get them all harried. When you're like, wait a minute, I want to be mindful here, so... Calm down, 
take a breath, ask them to step away for a few minutes mm-hmm. and come back to them when you have figured out a solution to help this person and get yourself into a state of relaxation because people can take us off into a state of uh, chaos. Oh, yes, especially in the business world. I have been there. Uh, honestly, just, just listening to you over the phone, I'm feeling relaxed. I'm feeling all ready to go and energized. Um, I'm guessing you're right about the same thing you talk about, Karen. I'm hoping, you know, you can give us um, some information about where we could maybe read your blogs or find out, you know, where you're having your next um, um, presentation, that kind of thing, if you want to share it with our listeners. Oh, I would more than happily do that, yes. We have uh, monthly events, meditations, twice a month. One of them is at Second Start of the Right, and that's going to be November the 17th. And that's at 7 o'clock, and that's coming up, and it's uh, 7 to 8, it's one hour, it's $10, mm-hmm. and it's 644 King Street East in Cambridge. Awesome. Second star of the right. And then the next one is at Vivo on 28 George Street North, downtown Galt, Cambridge, and it's as well November 19th at 7 p.m. Okay, and do you write blogs? Do you do you transfer what you're saying to me now in person to writing so that if we haven't got the joy of listening to your beautiful voice, we can read about some of the you know the things you can do to help us? I I Facebook a lot of this right now. I am going to start blogging more. I just got into such a busy season mm-hmm. with a lot of events lately, yeah. um, booth events coming up and etc. Yes, I, I'm going to get into more blogging. Facebook people, Karen Egoff, they can that, that, ask that's me anything. Absolutely there as well. awesome. And um, basically, I think we've decided we're going to follow on next time we do this awesome chat with um, cranial, sacral, and reiki. Am I saying that right? Yes, that's correct. We're going to follow on with some of that. We haven't got time today, but it sounds very exciting. All I can Mm -hmm. say is, Karen, whenever I'm in your presence, I do feel relaxed and I do feel (laughs) that I should slow down because I'm a go-go person. So you help me without probably even knowing you're helping me. So I have to thank you for that straight away and say thank you again for your time today. And I look forward to our next chat. Well, thank you so much, Linda. So you have a lovely day. And you as well. Bye for now. Bye-bye.